0: Welcome to The Meeting Room, where we get into a room and we meet. My name's Diana.
1: I'm Sean.
0: Let's get into it. Welcome to another episode. We have a special guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi everyone. Oh that's a
2: sultry oh my voice. Mahalit. Yeah, can we okay. say our names? Yeah we can say our <laughs> names. Okay. Very excited to be here.
1: We're very excited to have you.
2: We are very
0: excited to have you. So for those of you who don't know Mahalit is one of my close close dear friends. Uh, we go way back to college.
2: Yeah
0: they mm. We met at Baylor but it was you were pre you guys you guys you and my sister and our other friends were in like pre-med programs Mm -hmm. and I was not so I didn't get to hang out with you guys as much but that's when we first met and then we reconnected again when you moved to DC a couple years ago and
2: you know now we're inseparable yeah do you want to tell the people you know a little bit about yourself um well i'm like you mentioned i'm a texas native i moved shout to dc to yeah shout out to oh, dallas yes. shout out to houston Shout out to san antonio, <laughs> san antonio stand everywhere up okay. everywhere in texas um but uh i moved to dc five years ago and i've loved it ever since mm. um so, reconnected oh, with a lot of really great friends here
1: so both of y'all left texas
2: yes sean mm-hmm. we yep. see where this is going so get the full statement DC. out
1: i'm uh-huh. just i just wanted that on the record that's all
0: you know sean is the native dc person who's always like this city's not what it used to be and you transplants are always I, going don't, here. I don't
1: say listen i do not say all of that i do there are a lot of transplants but there's a lot of benefits
2: okay i'm a very proud transplant yeah
1: listen if you here five years and you've had certain experiences i feel like welcome
2: I encourage everyone to come move to DC for a bit.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, for a bit. I
1: mean, oh, for a bit. Yeah. yeah.
2: Wait. So, I are can. we are we locals now or are we
0: natives? We're locals. <laughs> We're locals. Yeah, wait. yeah, y'all
1: locals. Y'all locals. Y'all locals.
0: That's, I had to throw like, I had to throw that natives in just to see if Sean would let yeah, me. Yeah, because at
1: first I was about to, go. but no, locals for sure. Okay. I mean, you've had experiences, or in all of the four quadrants of dc
0: is that what makes yeah you,
1: it's almost like in order to be a local you got to go through the dc bingo okay wait wait for experiences so,
0: so what's the bingo name five what's the bingo uh
1: bingo somebody has to you got to see something wild on the metro
0: i mean that's literally every every day <laughs> on the metro That's not
1: every day that's not every day it's not every day um you have to experience the let out on let that- yeah like <laughs>
0: for those of you who don't know what the let out is can sean please explain
1: the let out is the party that occurs after the club closes or the party is over and oh, yes, yeah. so it's normally like when you when the lights turn on everybody's leaving and everything is active and guys are trying to holler and girls that's and girls not are trying to
0: that's yeah. not specific to dc though you're talking about the dc bank that's not specific to dc is that
2: the activity we see on U Street? Because right, right, I've right. seen it. Right, right. We've been there, but we haven't. We're not twerking on the corner yet.
1: Right. We, Yeah, Right. I mean, I would, nah, would no, yeah. yeah. I would hope not.
0: Yeah, I would hope not. What I'm
1: else, else is in there? Uh, I don't know. I feel like you have to be let down by a DC sports team. Oh, I mean it doesn't really count as much you.
0: Every sports team in D.C. Whoa, whoa.
1: whoa. Not down. every, not every. Not I every. Mean, really. Not every. The mystics.
0: <laughs> Let's be real. The
1: mystics are pretty good. They in the playoffs.
0: <laughs> Y'all had that one win with the um with the, hockey the Capitals
1: team. won a championship.
0: But who's watching the Capitals? It doesn't matter. It's oh, a DC sports okay. team. Okay, we'll give it to you. I know yeah. it's 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 hard to come by, so I, I understand. Wow.
2: I will say DC people are very um, gung-ho about their sports teams which is admirable. I think it's a great testament to like
0: you know pushing through and always being positive because
2: (laughs) they actually (laughs) attend the games like in full force and no matter how many times the nationals lose people
0: will still keep
2: going to the games.
0: Yeah and no matter how many times the commanders lose and continue to listen 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 we're not gonna do this
1: we're not gonna do this this, okay yeah both of y'all are in dc
0: i know that's why we're talking
1: about dc sports teams like i
0: mean it's a great experience that's like
1: that's like me going to texas and being like you know what i don't like the astros i
0: mean texas is so big what what does
1: texas even have really
0: oh okay Uh, have you been to texas
1: no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like DC, which is what I mean. No, I, no, I like love
2: it. the fervor behind the sports in DC, though.
1: Yeah, yeah I do no, it's, it. it's, 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 it's there's a long history of people coming from DC and being great sports players. I agree. So,
0: um, <laughs> I just said that to give it to you. I actually don't know if I agree, but it sounds
1: like I mean, it's that's, something no, I would no, agree that's, that's fine. You don't have to agree. The facts are the facts. Well, like,
0: DC also has some great events that they the first black put on. Yeah. But, Go ahead. But the first block, what?
1: I was. It's not important. But okay, well you okay. we can throw
0: sports, that back up later. Yeah, plenty <laughs> of
1: sports teams that, you know great sports history
0: no i was gonna say dc has some pretty fun events during the summer i'll, I'll give the city that that's something that sean and i did this past weekend was we went to go see roy woods jr mm. at the dc comedy club
1: dc improv yeah that was cool
0: i've actually never been to oh dc improv not dc comedy club
1: yes dc improv
0: okay well i've never been to it until friday so it was a great experience for me it was nice do you know what i like about i guess roy Woods jr like his style of comedy he doesn't focus on like vulgarity to to make his jokes.
1: Mm, it's clean comedy.
0: No, it's not even like it's clean cuz no, no, he curses and he, curses. he says like some, you know, maybe some provocative things, but like there's some there's some comedians that 90% of their jokes are sexually related mm. and that's all the material they have and I don't
1: who are they? Call them out.
0: I don't know them. <laughs> but I do know everybody who opened for Kevin Hart when I saw him earlier this year in my opinion, or was it late last year? It might have been last year, actually. Everybody who opened for him, majority of their jokes were sex-related. Mm-hmm. They were very sexual jokes or sex-related. And like, okay, there's only so many ways you can talk about sleeping with a woman or sleeping with a young girl or all the positions you can't do. It's like, uh, we need something new.
1: Well, that sounds like that that brand of comedy just wasn't for you. Because I, I imagine, I imagine, hear me out that uh, they're probably like older, 40-year-old, 50-year-old men, something like that. I don't know. I think I, I, know kinda, who you, kinda, I know the team that you're talking about. Not to say that I think that they are. I don't know if they're funny or not funny. But the point is is that just like certain comedians
0: right. are not funny to me.
1: Like, what's Amy Schumer?
0: Okay, she's not really funny to me either. Right,
1: but we are not from her demographic.
0: Okay, she's like funny in movies. But that's like scripted.
2: I've never seen her stand up.
1: Mah- Mahalo, who do you think is, is like one of your favorite comedians?
2: I mean, this is a throwback, but Cat
1: Williams. Give mean, uh, me, me some. Give
2: me some. His old shows, like, I, even the, even though they were, you know,
1: a little. Very vulgar.
2: Vulgar. Mm-hmm. I would show them to my dad oh, to wow. have him, like, you <laughs> know, because I just thought they were so funny. Yeah. Even he thought it was funny he quotes cat williams even to this
0: wow
1: your dad but that's,
0: do you ever remember cat williams talking i think it's the overtly sexual jokes quote yeah, unquote that just are not funny to me it's like the funny the first and second comment like you make and then the whole bit is about like but
1: that but that wasn't okay so let's let's because you you got a bone to pick with these with these guys
0: yeah i do but Roy Woods junior Jr. Was, was, Jr. was not like that no no, no it's almost was, like there's some like he's telling stories about his childhood. He's telling stories about women. He's telling those kind of stories. Like it's fun. It's well-rounded.
1: It's very, he's a, he is a very polished comedian. And I think that especially cause that's my second or third time going, that's probably the most diverse I've seen the crowd. Oh yeah. Like there were white people, maybe Hispanic or two Asians. Um. It was a good mix, old, some young, some middle-aged. And so it's like interesting, like people really like him. And on top of that, that was his last show. I think he had done like four shows in DC. Oh, yeah.
0: He did say something like, this is, thank you for coming out. This is one of the latest shows I've done.
1: Yeah. yeah, Because it started at
0: 1145. Right. Oh, wow. So. Right.
1: Right. Yeah, it was late. But he told some pretty, pretty interesting jokes. And I think that, um, I can see his, his comedy, his brand of comedy being really well. Um like all the jokes he told uh what was it the white house correspondent in there
0: oh yeah
1: <laughs> just like that
0: yeah i feel like i did he used to be in the daily show
1: yeah he was one of the like correspondents
0: so i never watched the daily show
1: I, you never supported your, your fellow
0: okay see actor. this is the thing sean is always talking about like oh you know, Tre- trevor noah was south african you should have supported and it's like i never found trevor noah funny
1: i don't i mean even if you don't find him
0: Wait, isn't the whole thing? It's like the brand of it is like he's kind of funny too.
1: Do you think he's funny?
2: Um, I think. I mean, I don't. I don't like ha ha laugh at his jokes. <clears throat> but I think they're they're okay. That yeah, is. they're like just like I feel
0: like he says them and it's just like uh like a little chuckle. It's like
2: Saturday Night Live. Was
0: Saturday Night
2: Live? Saturday Night Live can be funny. Saturday
1: Night Live can be, can be
0: funny,
2: funny, but it's like well, okay, yeah, that's
0: true. Basically I, I, I just to say I never watched Roy Woods Jr. on the Daily Show because I never watched the Daily Show. But seeing him live in person, I'm like I like I liked I liked the show. I had a good time. Like it mm-hmm. was funny. It it felt like something everybody could laugh at. And I also feel like, you know, he talked about like white folks and like things <laughs> they do and like black folks. Like he talked about it, but I didn't feel like he focused like I don't think he like showcased like negatives
1: to make, nah. like,
0: it's not, he's not the comedian who would showcase negatives about black people to make white people
1: laugh. No, there was some of that, you know, I was watching the white folks.
0: Oh
1: my god, they were there to laugh just like you. Yeah, they were, yeah, for sure, for sure, we're all laughing at a great comedian, but, you know, when they're talking about black people and you see white people laugh, it's a little... Does, uh, it, does that bother you? It it takes me back to, you remember being in elementary school Wait, wait,
2: hold on, Mahala, so it does bother you? It, it makes me cringe a little bit because it's like, okay, you
1: clearly are laughing
0: a little too hard because you talk about this. Exactly. Okay, so you so let, let's hear this story. So now.
1: it feels like like people are laughing at black people, not the joke. <laughs> That's what it feels like.
0: Wait, you said when you were in elementary school.
1: Oh, no, no. I was just saying, when, you know, remember being in an elementary school and people laughing about you but not talking to you and they you could see them? Laughing, that's what it feels like. It feels like.
0: Wait, it just reminds me of. Okay, to be fair, like, you know, like the horrible jokes that people would say to African kids.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: horrible. Like, that you said them to black kids, too.
0: No, I'm not talking about white people saying it to black kids.
1: People. I'm talking about like black
0: people saying, No, I know, people, I know, I know, I know exactly where you're going, little like a- African immigrant kids, right? Like they
1: say them to other black people, oh, too. Okay. is what I'm saying.
0: So, I never found them funny as a kid because I didn't understand the joke.
1: They <laughs> like, probably, I really don't know where that joke came from. The jokes
0: are like, joke you know, like about. Starving Marvin, like, I didn't like. Yeah, people African would say that about African booty scratcher. Like, I just used to be like, what does that mean? I was a kid. I was like, I don't understand the so, joke.
1: African booty scratcher probably came from a movie <laughs> like Pooty Tang or some. No,
0: someplace. I'm sure. But I'm saying, like, as a kid, not the like, joke doesn't make like actual sense to me like, yeah. what do you mean booty scratcher like i walk around scratching my but i don't like it didn't make so sense you,
1: to yeah me. yeah you're trying to you're trying to rationalize comedy and yeah
0: as a, a kid t- i think that all
1: idiot. you know is some kid
0: oh look at diana She's a.
1: then now it don't matter
0: it, never used it doesn't to bother click
1: me. you yeah. just see a group of people laughing at you
0: i just used to be like how is it funny though like i never anyways this was a good comedy show because everyone thought it was
1: funny a lot of people yeah i think that the one thing i will say about roy woods that i do like is he makes a lot of racial commentary but he makes it in a way that's palatable um now that's a little you know it's 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 digestible for white folks but sometimes it hits home like he has a joke where he says that you don't hear any black people making or making and or singing songs about america like, there are no songs of a black R- R&B artist singing about America. Like, black people sing about cities that they know. Wait, hold
0: on. True. Let me think about this. Black people sing That's about cities. Very true. I bet you Darius Rucker, though. The c- Who? The country guy. I bet you he sang about America.
1: He probably has, but he's, you know, Uncle Ruckus.
0: Why would he be Uncle Ruckus just because he likes country music and no, he's a he- country singer?
1: No, 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 no.
0: Y'all,
1: y'all didn't you, like that you, song, you, but okay. What was you
2: about to say, Mama?
0: Oh, I liked the song. <laughs> yeah. Know. What's, what's Me, up? Mama. You what's remember that one? Yeah. yeah. Me, Mama, like a southbound train. <laughs> I did not song. I, I wasn't mad at it. I, I wasn't it. mad at the song, <laughs> but it wasn't about America. It was about.
2: It was not about
0: America. Being in the, being in the, being in the country and riding your truck and driving your truck and, doing outdoor stuff.
1: Yeah, he just he just goes down the list of saying like black people make songs about cities so like welcome to atlanta with a play is because oh, like, okay. i'm from new york because like we know cities that's where black people feel comfortable we're not going to be very patriotic about the united states that is um, fair. but that's a that's a intellectual joke about our experiences of america mm-hmm. that's palatable for everyone to listen to as opposed to saying man these white folks
0: don't okay that's fair. right. wait so he said that at the white house no, no
1: no he said this this is i've watched I, I like comedy so oh, okay. I, that's my bag so i think he said it on youtube on a comic central special oh
0: okay yeah.
1: but but that good was, entertainment
0: yeah recommend if he's coming to, to a city near you definitely money well spent
1: it was money well spent it was absolutely money well spent i have a, a point about my black boy joy that I think I experienced for the first time, but we can make that later because you also spent some money this weekend. Or
0: yeah. some money well spent this a weekend. Lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. Let me tell y'all, Beyonce, if you are even mm-hmm. if 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 you as a listener are even considering going to her concert and you're on the fence, buy that ticket. It was that good. Go to the concert. It was Amazing. money well spent it was amazing first of all so Mahalan and I have floor seats so you know we had really good views we were close to the stage we weren't seated next to each other I was actually seated alone this is the first time I've been to a concert and I've sat alone and I had a great time like I thought I would be nervous like oh like you know like you want to be with someone to enjoy it with but I was just having a great time dancing but I just didn't even I didn't even care tell us more about your seat Y'all, I had a seat right in front of her and Beyonce blew me a kiss. I blew a kiss on her and she blew it back and she was like, I love y'all so much. I know she was saying that to like the whole audience, yeah. but because it happened right after that, I was like, thank you. Like, I thought she was talking to me, but I had a great seat. Um, probably the best seat I've ever, yeah, it's actually it's the, the, the best seat, seat ever ever seen at ever. any concert ever. Um, but... But we got to talk about FedEx field. I hate FedEx. FedEx field. That's a
1: lot of DC slander. (laughs) Listen,
0: if that's what y'all, I have to go through on a consistent basis.
1: What happened? Because what I from from the pictures and videos, what I saw was it looked like a bunch of black women, like a sea of black women that it just wasn't enough space. And then there were some videos where they like they weren't letting people in at a certain time. I don't know what happened. I just
0: so let me just and we can talk we can paint the picture let's paint paint the the picture of our fedex field fiasco Mm. first of all i left dc by around 6 30. i decided to not take the highways i took all the little streets from my house to fedex field it took me 30 minutes to get there Mm. when we were pulling into the street that leads into fedex field the traffic started that's where everybody was trying to get into the lots i paid for parking so to park in your lot and then it started pouring it started so it like was pour- it was. It pouring. started pouring when we were in the car.
2: Right.
0: And I was sitting in the lane that was entering a lot, and it's like it wasn't moving. I was like, "There's no way everyone's entering the same lot I'm trying to enter." They were. <laughs> I basically was like, "Man, f this," and I basically just drove straight as through the the uh, lanes as close to FedEx Field entrance as I could get, mm-hmm. and I just parked at the closest lot. No one was checking.
1: Hmm.
0: Anybody who was supposed to be scanning parking, they abandoned their posts abandoned. when it started Damn. raining, and this I was is like, "This on
1: FedEx Field parking Yeah, and I was, oh, I was wow. like, "I'm just gonna
0: park the closest I can get to the stadium." We waited it out, let the rain stop. They were saying shelter in place. You know, the rain subsided, and we were That's
1: like, "How you know it's real?" That was they said it was, I believe. Eight Possibility of a category three storm that
0: was yesterday, that was oh, yesterday, that was,
1: Monday, not was, Sunday. Oh, okay, never mind, never mind.
0: So, um, part we parked. I know Mahalet was you guys were waiting in your car as well.
2: Yeah, thankfully, Diana, you were my number one correspondent because I was scared to get out of the car. Scared to get out of the car, texting Diana every second, like, what's the status thankfully you were there waiting yeah so we were
0: waiting in the car and then we stepped once it stopped raining me and two of my friends were like oh now they're probably gonna let people in mm-hmm. so we walked to the gate <laughs> tell me why they shut the gates <laughs> they shut the gates no one could go in no one could go out
1: Mm-mm-mm. and
0: they had us waiting out there for about 45 minutes what
1: what 45 minutes but the rain, in the rain no
0: the rain had stopped at this Uh-oh. point now mind you i came prepared let me tell y'all something i had a button-down <laughs> poncho and i had like a, uh, a head covering and the head covering also had a little visor piece so i was prepared mm. so i was ready i was ready for the rain and i didn't and at first i was like oh man i'm gonna look bad in my poncho if it doesn't rain the rest of the night but it came in very very handy mm-hmm. um we waited outside and then chaos ensued basically fedex did not have enough scanners to scan everybody's tickets so there were these long lines where it's like five people needed to scan you and then also if you had floor seats they were giving you you needed a wristband Mm -hmm. so there was mass confusion Mm -hmm. because some of the workers were like you don't you know you need to go to this line to get scanned and the other workers were like go to that gate to get scanned Eventually some lines form mm-hmm. and they're scanning tickets and then giving you a wristband. This is just for floor access to get okay. a wristband. Tell me why I wait in line. Right, right. <laughs> when I get to the front, the guy's like, I don't have a scanner. Oh. So log into the Ticketmaster app, show me the ticket on Ticketmaster, and you'll get a wristband. No one scanned my ticket. Mm. Wow. No one scanned my ticket. You should have sold it. <laughs> well no, it expires. It's, like, not valid after a certain time. Oh, okay. So, also, oh, why would I sell my That's, perfect seat? <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> no one's getting my ticket, but I gotta respond. And then, eventually, we made it to the floor. It was still chaos inside. What time it was, was the this? Floor. Oh, the concert was supposed to start, like, around... Okay, on the ticket, it said 8 o'clock. But everybody knows she shows up about an hour into that. So, she was supposed to be on stage at 9, but she didn't get on until 10. But when we and, and it was raining at that point when she got on. Are you serious? It was raining i think i thank god beyonce decided she was still gonna do that show because i was nervous i was nervous that is the difference between beyonce and other artists who could have just Mm. given up a bit like it's raining no we can't do this show exactly sis came out her hair was straight at first she was getting rained on she she was dancing and she was doing all this stuff in the rain with us Mm. and then she ducked off to go do her outfit change and when she came back that wig It was all wet, and it was was a wet and wavy, yeah, wet and wavy wig, and she put on a
2: performance. It was perfect. It was perfect. The fact that she could get her hair like that in the five minutes that she went backstage Mm. to get changed and come back, like that, to me, my God, today was so impressive. (laughs) Honestly, I was in, I was in
0: awe. I was, I was in tears almost. (laughs) that's how you know it's real it it was perfect and honestly renaissance is probably one of my favorite albums that she's put out and i say that after every album so maybe the next album she puts out will be my favorite she's put out Mm -hmm. but there's something about this album that just feels so universal so like welcoming so yes i I feel like i'm whatever your renaissance is like it's like it's an inclusive piece of art it's like
2: Mm.
0: anybody young old black white anything you can like this dance to it there's a place for you in beyonce's renaissance
2: Mm. and i'm
0: telling you right now if you're even on the fence about buying that ticket buy the ticket it will be the best two and a half hours of your life
2: i actually was so i think my takeaway was similar to yours but also i was just so impressed by the stage design the set it was so intricate so well planned
1: what was like the theme because the stuff i've been seeing has been very afrofuturism exactly. black girl magic
2: that's exactly seen 21st
1: century type yes
0: yeah. it's, it's like dance i mean obviously she takes inspiration from like the dance ball group like what are they um I, I might be mispronouncing this or miss uh characterizing this but like basically like the lgbtq community with the dance scene in the Mm. 80s and 90s and late 70s maybe she's like taking inspiration from that okay and i feel like it's very like free and colorful and the theme is just like vibrant Mm. but it's like almost like i don't know did you look around and you're like man she draws an audience of everyone yes i mean the, the couple in front of me there was a couple in front of me they were having the best time ever they were probably in their 50s it's a black couple mm. and they were just enjoying like you know they weren't going crazy they were just like dancing to the music and you could tell they were. it's clearly a date night mm. and i'm like he probably's not obsessed with beyonce but he came for his wife and they were having a good time and like
1: that's fine
2: it was nice like i loved to see that that's fine i actually want to touch on the definition for afrofuturism that the um, National Museum of African American History and Culture mm-hmm. uses because I think it's it so well encapsulates exactly what her show represents. So it says Afrofuturism expresses notions of black identity, agency, and freedom through art, creative mm-hmm. works, and activism that envision liberated futures for black life.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I just I felt even with the rain. Mm-hmm. There was a period, so all coming up to when we were getting into the stadium, I missed the first half of the first song. Um, because we couldn't even get down the stairs. Okay. But once we got to our seats, and there was a part of the show where it was just raining like pretty it was badly. Down. Yeah, it was coming down. And she was on stage singing her life away. And had her arms spread out, and then I also looked up. I was just like, "Wow, I do feel liberated right now. <laughs> like, I, I feel very like this is like a moment not right not
0: now." That's fine.
2: That's Yes, you're. That the rain was becoming like stars. It was becoming part of the set, almost. Like, she made oh, wow. it part y'all of the are set. Y'all are no, let me tell
0: you, there was a moment, <laughs> I think, cool. yeah, we were getting rained on, but there was a moment when she, like, was, when she first came out, she was doing her violin. She started with flaws and all, y'all. She yeah. started with flaws and all. I like that song. And then she spread out her arms, and she put, yes. like you said, she put her face to the sky. And it was raining and everyone was like, yes, like, yes. that's it. Like, it doesn't, she was taking in the rain. Right. Mm,
1: okay. It
0: felt good. It felt good to see her there just like,
2: Reading here I know. am. Like, yeah. I'm
0: gonna do this with y'all. I'm here with y'all. We're
2: gonna have a good time. Like, mm-hmm. it just felt like, yes, liberating. You just put the words in my She took something that could have easily been, you know, a point of like a negative feeling, like the rain. Oh, we feel, you know. upset that it's raining like it's going to ruin the show she took that and turned it into a positive and that just Mm. made the show even better like it made at least for me made me feel more into the show like wow is she is she really going this hard in the rain like why why am I going to play
0: even performing also also oh wait Hit me
1: with the fallback
0: i said hold up a second sean hold on. <laughs> also the fact that she performed in the rain it's been like a trending thing across mm. the beehive like she really did she i feel like she even i feel like she was trying to outperform like the rain like you're yes. not gonna take this from me either and also mm. the thing i love about beyonce with each um album and each time she grows it's almost like she's so comfortable in herself now and it's like any other artist might have been insecure about being in the rain or might have felt some other type of, like, you know, oh, my set is not perfect, but it's almost like she has earned the right to just enjoy it and take it in and do what she can. And she works with such a great team such that nice. even if you need to adjust the order mm-hmm. of the show to accommodate the rain, you could do it. Your, Shout out to her team. Your team is on point. There's, like, uh, no okay. mistakes. Hmm. That's so, so seamless. So seamless.
2: Okay. Like, Actually wild how seamless it was because... Even with there, there was like minor technical difficulties, like this. The actual screens oh, had little. You know, I thought you know, that was verbs. on purpose. I don't think it was. Okay, we couldn't tell because
0: at some point the screen went black and white. Like you could see her, but you could see her in black and white. And then there was like little numbers and like letters on the screen. No, no, that
2: was that was intentional. Oh, that's, oh okay. But there were a couple. Well, I mean, I don't. Really oh, know. I know what you're talking like about. Like the, the little slits. Yeah. The little black. Yeah. yeah the where the screen wasn't showing exactly yeah. what was supposed to be displayed. But overall, like the fact that your lighting was that on point. Yeah. Your videos were that on point. I mean, the videos were like immersive. Yeah, they really were. Also, when we're sitting on the floor, like the base was like. <laughs>
0: so was like Sorry. Right. Sorry. But no, honestly,
1: no. No. I'm um, listening. I I can appreciate. I can appreciate a good show i think the performing in the rain piece she's a performer and she clearly has taken the crown as one of the best performers of our generation well of this era right so one you have to respect that you have to respect the work ethic um and two that's i mean that's actually i i i I'm, don't relate in the same way but i do think it's dope that so many black women speak about feeling liberated or feeling free by listening to her music especially in a world country that you know what black women go through to have that moment in the midst of fedex field, foil whatever issues they had that's dope i'm not i'm not gonna hate on that
0: so i there is a moment i like scanned i mean i was sitting in the front so like i the first time i sat in i scanned like i turned around i was like i cannot believe i have these great seats like that's all i could care about like i'm Mm -hmm. right in front of the piano like first row facing the stage like Mm -hmm. i'm good and then at some point in the middle of the of the show when she was in club renaissance with the center part of the of the stage i just like looked around and i was like i cannot believe this many people came to see this one person perform Like, when you think about it, and she's she's giving it her all to the people at the top, people at the bottom. She's looking everywhere. She's yep. engaging every side of the stage. Mm. And it's like, damn, this one person is drawing 50,000 people per show. Mm. That's wild. Half America has seen Beyonce perform at this point. Dang. When you think about it. Okay, that might not be a real thing. <laughs> but i think half of america may have seen her perform at least on tv that counts that's everybody in america now that i think about it there's no way you don't know about beyonce if you live in this country oh my god but can
2: i tell you one of my favorite parts when blue ivy came out even if it was for a five Second. I know. I loved it. Blue Ivy came out and performed mm. with her
0: mom. Usually she does like a whole dance thing, but I yeah. think because of the rain, she only did a little bit, and then mm. her mom was like, "Let's she's go."
2: She's only eleven years old. Oh, she does not seem like she's eleven. She's eleven years old and performing on stage like that. Jesus, what what am I doing with my life?
1: I mean, her mom was Beyonce, so Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, like,
2: I said, like- "I want something big. I want something big." Beyonce, <laughs> and I, I said, "I'm here." <laughs>
1: Beyonce, <laughs> y'all. Are, I, I, I'm, not, I'm
2: a survivor
1: that y'all have this moment. It's, it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> Black actually. women being <laughs> able <laughs> to celebrate.
0: Was, let me <laughs> tell you, it was per- <laughs> It was perfect. It felt also like as a woman, it was what's, very-
1: what's the fir- what's your favorite song author
0: Okay, y'all. Uh, let me tell you, Virgo's group she performed it. I was in love. Virgo? i'm not even a virgo mm. virgo's groove is my favorite song okay. and there's something about there's a line she has in virgo's groove that i think is the pinnacle of the album what? it's the peak of the album she says don't you ever switch it up talk to me nice but she sings it like, mm. like i mean i'm not even gonna pretend i could do it but she was like don't you ever switch it up talk to me nice I was like, oh! God, I will! And <laughs> let me tell you, I love it. That's like the pinnacle
2: of the album for you
1: me. Do you favorite song off the album?
2: Off of this album, I will say it's probably Heated. And I love the way she performed it, too, because she engaged the audience a little bit more. She was like, I know y'all know this one, so you better sing along. She said you said every She's word. Like, yeah, she was like, say every word. And she got her fan out. And she mm. was engaging the audience more. So I
0: love that. That's dope. Do you know who was a co-writer on that song, Sean? Mm-hmm.
1: No, I don't.
0: Drizzy Drake. Really?
1: Interesting.
0: Are he dead? He is a co-writer on. He did. Wow. Apparently, he did the. Death oh.
1: Drake Big bright.
0: <laughs> but I was gonna say, just like I feel like at this at this concert, I felt in my element. I felt first of all, I felt very inspired after after the concert. But even mm-hmm. there, I felt very grateful. I felt very inspired. But I also felt very feminine and like in tune with my femininity and i see her and she's so in tune with her body and her and her 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 I just, the there's way no, walks, the way she walks her feminine she carries her herself, confidence yeah. and you know what else kind of made me feel very like in my femininity feeling it more mm. barbie mm. the barbie movie first of all marketing was on 10 for the barbie movie for those of you who've not watched, like Sean, Sean was supposed to watch Barbie. Sean, why didn't you watch Barbie?
1: Because I have things to do in life.
0: uh We all have things to do. Right,
1: but you hold on, hold on. Let's let's let's, let's call it one. I am all for Beyonce. Like I, I appreciate it. I truly I do. But Barbie's where I draw the line. I never. Well, I'm not. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna
0: watch oh it. Oh my God! You said that I'm three going, episodes okay, ago. I,
1: yeah, stuff came up I'm going to watch it here's the thing though I'm sure you have and you y'all both have a different experience with Barbie my my experience with Barbie one I don't even think my sister's ever really even had Barbie had Barbies
0: your sister ne- your sister never had a Barbie I think she never had a doll
1: she, okay, first and foremost, let's not act like Barbie is the only doll's company. No, but
0: well, what I'm saying is, generally, did she have a doll?
1: Yeah, yeah, she had a doll, for sure. And I think she she did have Barbie, but my my brother popped the heads off of those. And
2: Yeah, there's always that one Barbie. Yeah.
1: Huh. Y'all have lost Barbie. <laughs> there's always that one
2: Barbie. In fact, that one Barbie was also represented in the movie. Oh, you Yeah, you need to watch. Wow, the
1: headless Barbie was... That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm not
2: going to say <laughs> if it's
0: headless or not, but it was...
1: Weird Barbie, weird Barbie. Um, I mean, it's listen, it's cool. I, I, you know, I seen, I seen clips and I saw Issa Rae as, I guess, professional Barbie, and I, you know, I saw She's they... president. Barbie. President. Oh, excuse me. President not, Barbie.
0: not professional. Barbie. Get us
1: president Barbie. <laughs> president, president of the country.
0: Because... Yeah, she's president of Barbie Land. Oh. Sean, I said this the last episode, and you were like, capitalism, no, and I was like, oh my no, God. I mean, I'm. I,
1: no, but well, I was. I think I told we may, I may have brought this up last time that I was at uh, what's that, the Metro Bar, and by the Alamo, the Movie Theater, and it, I guess it was the weekend it dropped. Literally, people kept walking in droves in pink, and I'm like, mm. and there was a lot of people.
0: Okay, so I, the marketing was on ten. I think they did a great job marketing it. This is the first movie I've watched since before the pandemic in theater, so I was
2: ready. The marketing excuse me the marketing budget was actually more than the budget for the movie what the marketing budget was hundred and fifty million.
1: Oh, they had to sell that movie.
2: <laughs> the movie budget was 145 million they've already pulled 1 billion from just the movie alone
1: Man. yeah they needed that
2: <laughs> and if you go on google right now and you type in barbie the whole page ter- turns pink i don't know what kind of deal they had to make with Google to have that happen. But (laughs) the fact that they've covered all corners is so wild to me. I mean, I I don't know how Mattel.
1: I I won't run I don't know how they do that. Well, I will
2: say
0: this i will say this sean i think you should like you're probably thinking it's like all fun barbie like la 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 like
1: okay
0: but there's clearly like a deeper deeper story
1: yes clearly i know there's a deeper story no
0: you don't know there's a deeper story. i don't know the story
1: i don't know the story of the movie but you can't make a movie and here's the other piece. I've heard. I've yet to hear anyone talk about the actual movie aside from the marketing, aside from Issa. R- that's just me. Oh,
0: we can't talk about okay. it if you haven't watched it, Sean. You can. Oh my what? God, no, that's not the point. You're supposed to watch it. You were supposed to watch it so we could talk about it here and get into the story, the real, the real bread and butter of the of the movie. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: can we talk about overarching things? Yes. Yes. Let's talk like about overarching. patriarchy.
0: Oh, yeah, talk about and how patriarchy. bring it down. Basically, I mean, that was a plot. That was plot A. <laughs> it was about bringing patriarchy down. Or basically, also oh. like what patriarchy makes women feel and what it mm. does to women and how it places mm. them in society. Like, mm. it was a main piece of that. Because mm. in Barbie land, Barbie's the president, Barbie's the doctor, okay. Barbie's the neurosurgeon, Barbie's mm. everything, and Ken's just Ken. It's mm. such a norm that I
2: think.
1: It's such a norm. Patriarchy
0: is the norm.
1: Oh, oh! You said yeah. patriarchy. I thought you. You,
2: you know. thought Barbie Land was the norm. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like the fantasy of patriarchy not being the norm is so like outside of people's minds that there were a lot of haters on this movie too. A lot. Who was of haters? Why, why did I hear that some people were
0: talking about it's anti-man? Yeah. And I said, there's no way a woman said that.
2: Oh, I heard, know, I heard. I heard. Man Pierce listening.
0: Pierce pierce morgan
1: uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. no that's morgan, that's Piers an morgan. actor pierce Brosnan is an actor yeah pierce morgan, morgan was being a hair. you know people who just stay mad they're just angry that's like their normal state yeah but who
1: like, listens to pierce
0: morgan is, the
2: british dude it's, it's so anti-man no, it's it's he's pretty the same good. person pretty good.
0: he's the same person who went <laughs> on a dinner date with Meghan markle years ago and she was like not feeling him and he's been bitter since that day
2: yeah, cause he's a he's part of the picture. Exactly.
0: Can't believe she wasn't into him. Not looking at her. You know her. that she's reminds a, me. She's you know what that reminds me. What is, what does it
1: remind you of, Sean? When Roy Woods was like, "Why are there are so many uh, mass murders, and how it's white men who don't have a hero?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That was yeah, one like of the jokes. back in
1: the day, how white men used to have um, Steven Seagal and they had Chuck, Chuck Norris, Morris, or they had Claude Van Damme, and or John claude Van Damme and the Terminator. And they had all of these white male American heroes and they had men to look up to. And now they don't have any white male heroes. And so they're kind of like outside and upset and frustrated with the country because they're losing power, um, which I thought was hilarious.
0: Wait, speaking of Chuck Norris, did you ever watch Walker, Texas Ranger?
2: I never actually watched it, but my dad did.
0: He used to play all the time when I was yeah, growing up. all the time. So it's basically like a law and order, but a one-man show. Was <laughs> like, in the background. Yeah, like he was always fighting somebody.
1: Yeah, like literally, he is the... There's one episode where he's fighting people blind. <laughs> that's why, that's why, like, I I never understood it. But in middle school, I started going to uh, all-white, mainly all-white Catholic school. And they were with all these always tell these jokes like... If, if, if you're in a car, if, if Chuck Norris is in the car falling off the cliff, he'll live. Or like, <laughs> if Chuck Norris is in a, in a, in a fight with three lions, uh, the lions are gonna die. Like Basically, Chuck Norris can do anything and survive. Probably because of Walker, Texas Ranger.
0: So I have a question. <laughs> Would Chuck Norris survive a chair to the head?
1: I see what you were trying to do there. Quick question. That was funny.
0: I just want to know, do you think he would have survived if he was part of the Montgomery Brawl, River Brawl?
1: Listen. listen. Brawl. Fade <laughs> in the water. <laughs> Fade.
0: No, okay. We're talking to the, the remix to the spiritual, okay?
1: Nah, that was, listen.
0: If you haven't watched this Montgomery Riverboat brawl, you need to go watch it on Twitter, I, I, can't, I you need can't to go watch it on TikTok, opinion. you need to go watch it on Instagram, there's 30,000, I'm, I'm exaggerating but there's so many angles of this fight, Yeah, yeah literally like see literally,
1: see literally this fight was, was captured in From 4D Star. 3D um, basic cable, it's, I mean yeah,
0: so was, what happened?
1: So, ultimately <laughs> A
0: quick recap is in Montgomery Alabama there was a fight between a group of um boaters okay let me tell a story let me, let me tell you a story a group of boaters they were all whites they were all from a family a white family and they got mad because the one of the dock workers told them hey you need to move your little boat so the bigger boat can dock The
1: pontoon boat
0: yeah whatever it's called I,
1: don't I just <laughs> felt like saying the word pontoon
0: and the family I think clearly they were drunk and they were like we're not gonna move it and they got into an argument with the dock worker and then they jumped him this white family jumped the black dock worker yeah that. W- now, it's, it's a critical piece of information it is,
1: it is a critical piece of information which also critical this is I've never this is
0: oh my god I wait but let me finish the story okay so when they jumped this black dock worker <laughs> there were other black people in the vicinity who saw the black dock worker getting jumped in
1: Montgomery they, Alabama
0: and they came Force chair and all listen to help out the black dock worker and they beat this family up so you ain't beat them
1: i mean you ain't put enough sauce on
0: it
2: okay they add beat them
1: listen they beat the dog doo-doo out of these white folks out <laughs>
2: of there was one lady that even like tried to like she put her hand on somebody's shoulder trying to stop them and they were like oh a hand oh you're
0: listen,
1: immobile, she I, ended
0: listen
2: up on the floor
0: but somebody got pushed back in the water. Did you see that?
1: What made it? This is. No, someone called it. <laughs> someone called it the sweet tea party.
2: So, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Look, oh I don't condone
0: violence. I don't either. We do not condone listen, violence listen, here listen, in listen, the meeting room. Uh, listen. No, we do not. We do not condone Listen, violence what, in the meeting room. This was self-defense.
1: What did Malcolm say?
0: We don't know. Tell us.
1: Hey, Malcolm. Hey. Basically,
0: that was
1: self-defense. Exactly. That was, self-defense. That's exactly. That was yeah, self-defense. That was 100% percent There's nothing racial or racist about defending yourself. I think that, obviously, yes, pro-violence is... Eh. I'm, I'm going to be serious for 15 seconds. Because it's obviously bad. Horrible shouldn't fight bras like that can actually be really scary. However, seeing that many black people come together for a cause with so much <sighs> ferocity and and it was beautiful. It was it was it felt like a movie.
0: There was a sixteen-year-old kid
1: mm-hmm.
0: nobody knows his name, they're calling him Aquamane. <laughs> <laughs> Jemichael Phelps.
1: Phelps. was wild.
0: <laughs> he saw the fight on the dock, and he was on the on one of the... Uh, I think on the big boat that was trying to dock. Mm-hmm. He jumped into the water, swam to the dock, got up on the dock, and started
2: helping everybody started else. Started
0: going
1: to work.
2: Started putting in the... <laughs>
1: started going to work, putting the combos together like KFC on a Friday night.
2: <laughs> but to be honest, when the fight first started and they were jumping that man like it did make my like, stomach turn like, yeah it, it I'm, felt like a lynching yeah yeah
1: i was i was i was upset i was upset, I like, was upset. I
2: ju- I, 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 like i might have not actually swam over there but i would have felt like i had to like i would have
0: yeah but i feel like also when you really look at the full video they jumped in the one one of the white that's one of the white dog yeah one of the white doc workers actually tried to intervene turns out that was like a teenager also mm. and he got punched by the white family and my he was just like toe. i don't so he walked away cuz i think he was just scared and then originally two black folks came down and tried to stop it they yeah. were they were trying to stop everybody stop everybody and then they the white family started punching the people yeah. who came to intervene and that's really when shit went down
1: yeah that, but see so
0: they try people were trying to you know
1: to but cool it's, it those types situations one what that says is and I'm I'm we are, we are making jokes but I also I can multiple things can be true at once so I also hold the thought that this uh, excitement around racial tension racial violence is a distraction and you know the some of the the the, the powers that be probably like oh let's get this off. And, and not allow this to happen but capitalize on this make this super big super huge um and i feel like you know it's a lot of things going on in the world but at the same time i think the black community seeing that expression of love because that's ultimately i'm gonna be positive that was probably the deepest expression of black love that any especially black men can show is to Go and possibly risk your life or risk your freedom to defend someone else because you see them in in trouble or in need. Um, It was great. I wish I had popcorn. I would. I would. Um,
0: oh my God! Ten
1: out of ten stars.
0: <laughs> Let me tell. I the, the fun. The funniest part of that. The reason why I referenced a chair earlier. If you haven't seen the video, is that one of the rest. One of the men that came to the rescue of the dock worker was an older black man, and he came. He came with a chair, and he was bopping people on the. Yeah, yeah, you know, that was. Bopping wild. people on the head he was with that, that chair. Yeah, yeah. He
2: was one of the first people I think to get there. Yeah, right? to try to like
0: diffuse the situation. Okay. Like, what the facts? Thank no, you for it was, point. Yeah. I watched it like at least. times, Hilarious. <laughs> I just think it's you're right it's the fact that like th- this family thought they could bully by the way I honestly think it could have been anybody I, I think the fact that it was a-, a white family doing this to a black man like mm-hmm. brings out like in Montgomery Alabama like maybe mm-hmm. there's a little bit more emphasis on that but I actually think that all those black people who came to that the dock workers rescue would have come to his rescue even if he was a white man yeah just because this family clearly felt like they could bully or do something to another person just because there's more th- than one of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it goes to show, one, because we, we see he's a, one, he, they clearly I guess come from some type of money or have some, they're economically or financially doing better than the dock worker, but to me, it is, um, there is, and this is where I will side with you about the patriarchy piece because I'm, I'm a rock.
0: Wow. On oh my god would you be our guest oh next time gosh. if we do that okay oh my god next episode we should do that bring it down bring it all the way down
1: okay um back to our regularly scheduled programming so what i was getting at was that clearly white men have a problem with sharing the power that they have acquired taken and stolen over centuries, decades, and years and years and years. Um, and so anytime they have to share that power or they are limited in their power, hear the dock worker saying, hey, you can't, you got to move your boat. Like, who are you, Black man? We right. have more money than you. We are allowed to take this space up. And oftentimes there is a fight. There is a battle to take up space, to just be free. So you all mentioning how much you love the Beyonce concert because you felt free. I also experienced a little bit of black boy joy and freedom.
0: Okay, let's hear it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, and at first I was like, what is black boy? Whatever. Right?
0: Wait, that's actually surprising because I thought you, of all people, would want to always tap into your black boy joy. Yeah, but before before this moment. But what, what you, you understood what
1: that meant. Like, I understood what it meant, but okay. I'm always a little wary of these new terms and new phrases for things that black people have been experiencing and knowing for years and decades and centuries. But now because there's a new term on it, everyone has to call it this. Who said that? I'm, I'm always a little apprehensive when it comes to stuff like that. But the reason I said it is because I was like, oh, this this might be what they talking about. So before the Roy Woods concert or not concert, but show, I decided to ride a capital city. And I, one, anybody riding a bike and running red lights, you're annoying, and it's 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 absolutely frustrating. But I decided to ride the Capital City bike in like around Dupont Connecticut Avenue, and I'm riding, and I'm really like riding, like like I was 12 years old. I'm talking about like feet standing on the pedals, like I'm the wind is blowing in my shirt, it's it's blowing. and I'm feeling like man this. I feel free riding this bike i'm stopping at the stop (sighs) hands on the handlebar all of that and oftentimes black people don't get the opportunity to just be in their own natural element their own habitat unbothered um and so i'm absolutely for uh dismantling this uh caucasian patriarchy because i think that you know in other instances where other cultures have patriarchy we can you know Talk about Irish. I'm not saying that they're on issues. Okay. I'm not saying that they're I think on the issues.
0: Patriarchy in general doesn't really have a place in my future in the world that I want to see. Okay. Whether it's white or black patriarchy, to be quite honest with you, patriarchy is patriarchy. Men do still have a privilege over women. We can talk about race constructs later on, but men still do have a privilege over women in this country. Okay.
1: So I'm talking about the one patriarchy that everybody is like, yo, that's we have a problem with that. Right, like, like our our patriarchy is cultural.
0: Oh, uh, doesn't mean it's like no, no.
1: I'm not saying it's
0: palatable. It just is something that we have to tolerate. unfortunately, because we probably have a bigger enemy to fight, which is just also colonialism and imperialism. And speak on it. Well, you know, did, I am curious to know what you
2: guys thought about the women being involved in the fight. Oh, I thought some type of way about it a little
0: bit. Wait, the the women were trying to punch, They were trying to jump the dock
2: worker? Or? Oh, yeah, because what. Oh, the white women? One, of, one of the white women. Yeah, one of the white women. I mean, she was she, punching. She was. One of them was like hitting the
0: doctor or hitting somebody else who tried to come and help.
2: Well, what I was curious about was that she was sitting down at one point. I think she was wearing red. She was wearing some red dress. Um, she was sitting down at one point. She must have said something. Mhm. Because the man came with the phone. He came back with the folding chair. It was like, Bop. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can only
1: assume. Well, we, I mean, it we—I mean, came out of her mouth. We know white women—they sometimes.
2: Well, listen. Even the police officer pushed her off? I just think she was
0: probably oh, inciting.
1: Yeah. It. Oh, that one that, that, one, that one, that one. She, she was yeah, probably yeah, incite. Yeah. She was
0: probably inciting. I stuff. mean, I she
1: think. I think. I think to not be so general. I think that it happening where it happened in Mobile, Alabama, like, and these people, you know, clearly are well off. That they probably, you know, have some prejudices. I don't want to generalize because you know we definitely have some allies in the uh in all communities.
0: You know, I actually saw something on Twitter that was like this guy who lives in Mobile, Alabama, and he was saying he can realize why there was also so much anger because he said it was hot all day. Mm-hmm. A lot of parents were there with their kids for mm-hmm. some back to school event. They were tired. Their kids probably bothering them all day. There was no parking near the, the event, so they had to walk probably three, four blocks to get home. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you see that happening and you're just like, Yeah, you you're just angry. Like you're so mad about all of the wrong things happening, and then you see injustice and you're like
1: okay, Absolutely not.
0: This is not gonna happen like all the other stuff. Watch. Yeah, not on my watch.
1: So. Not I can't. They listen. They rolled up like the avengers oh, yeah that was like legitimately and
0: i think it's yeah i, I think that the family was clearly surprised that anybody came to the dock workers defense oh of course and that speaks to your point too sean like mm-hmm. yeah you have money maybe you think you can get away with a lot of stuff but yeah you might get That's away with it case. you know sometimes but
1: does that that piece of work deserves an academy award
0: people are already doing (laughs) reenactments
1: Reenactments.
2: but i love the art coming out that's like a mosaic of the the doc
0: like there's tv there's t-shirts that are being printed
1: Nah, people are doing skits like have you ever seen the picture of malcolm x with the rifle no don't tell me
0: somebody somebody did it
1: with a chair somebody has a picture in a school suit looking through the blinds with holding a photo
0: did you you guys know the photo where it's like everyone's dancing in this like dance room it's like Mm -hmm. not a photo but it's like a painting Mm -hmm. somebody photoshopped one of the dancers holding a chair up like this i'm gonna find the photo Send it to y'all. There's just been so, so honestly, somebody posted uh posted up in front of Cracker Barrel and it's like I'm this is the next round time. two, yeah round two or something like that. No, that was I think that was definitely a highlight of the weekend too. I think it was a busy weekend for sure, and that there was a lot going on in this this weekend. But there was
1: a, a very busy weekend. I think we should next episode talk about the patriarchy because someone just got sentenced.
0: Oh, the, <laughs> you think we're going to feel sad about Tory Tori Lane's getting I said, sentenced to 10 years today? Yeah, good, good, for him, good, for good for him, or good he got for sentenced. us. Next time? Yes. yes. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah, he got sentenced Oh, yeah, they threw, they threw the book at that Negro.
0: Wow. You know, yeah, I mean, good. good. I, I think he deserves to be there for 10 years. And uh
1: you so know,
2: she was It doesn't even matter if she was or wasn't.
0: Like, why yeah, are you? But what? Well, okay, I take that back. It doesn't matter if she That's lied. A book. <laughs>
2: No, it does saying, matter. I do believe she wasn't lying, but I'm Oh, you said facts. I do believe she no, wasn't lying. I mean. believe she wasn't lying, oh. I'm was saying like she wasn't lying in the sense of like, oh, she wasn't lying,
1: so now we have proof. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. I'm. I'm not a. I'm. Here's the truth of the matter for me. I don't know if he did it. If he did do it, then that's absolutely punishable. And
0: <laughs> who did it if it wasn't him? They scared.
1: saying it. They saying it was the the. Some people are saying it was the other woman, I guess, Meg DeStyling's best friend because she was jealous because Tori Lane is also sleeping
0: with her. But they're not even... T- they, they're no longer friends. And I feel like I if I'm no, no longer, longer friends, friends with you, I would then then I wouldn't oh, care I if you mean, went to jail. Yeah, she's the one know. who shot me. Why would she say it was Tori to protect somebody she's no longer friends with? I, I don't I'm actually... Yeah, let's talk about this another time because we need to delve into the facts of this case because I, I, I'm always surprised when there's a lot of evidence that someone has done something and people are still like...
1: I just think there's a lot of history that comes on. I'm not like, well, I just.
0: We're not talking. When we talk about this, though, need- well, we'll just talk about it another
1: time. Yeah, we're going to have to have like an extra episode.
0: And we can talk about it next. Which, you- Mahanich, would you love to join I'm us down. in the next episode? We talk about it all day. Okay. 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 Well, um. We're going to get into the nitty gritty right. of we're gonna be with
1: Barbie next episode. So oh, no, Barbie, you well, have well, to watch oh,
0: it and then we'll come back. But okay. how about this? I- I'm going to turn Stop it up. We Well, since you're not going to watch Barbie, we don't even care. I Barbie it doesn't want your money. Um I'm, I
1: wasn't giving Barbie
0: <laughs> Oh, I know you weren't giving Barbie your money. Um, why don't we watch They Clone Tyrone. Okay. And let's watch Oppenheimer, too, and we can discuss that. Because okay. if good. we really want to talk about patriarchy, we should watch Oppenheimer.
1: I'm oh going to tell you one thing. That main character, I forget his name, the white guy, amazing actor.
0: Oh, wow. Look. Okay. Yeah, nice comment about.
1: What? I listen, I I don't I, I don't hate any ethnicity or race. I give it up props props do what props do. That is a good actor. And you, have you seen him in Peaky Blinders?
0: No, I've never watched Peaky Blinders. Peaky
1: Blinders is a ama- Do you watch Peaky Blinders? No. It's an amazing show. He's been in other stuff, but that's not the point.
0: So Is there anything now that summer is kind of winding down? I mean, we have officially another month or so.
1: Summer's winding down.
0: But, okay, unofficially, officially, however you want to call it. Is there anything that you wanted to do this summer that you haven't done yet that you think you could be able to do before September?
2: Any pre-Labor Day plans? Hmm. I don't think I have any plans. Any upcoming trips? Um... Maybe. Actually, no. I mean, maybe. Never if one heard. comes up, I mean, sure. Yeah. I would I- love that. But I I think, I don't know. This year, I feel like I really want to get myself together before I go into hibernation. Mm. <laughs> so, like, get my workouts more consistent. Get my meals and everything. Just get... Before just- I go deep into hibernation, into DC's winter.
0: Yes, okay, that's true. First of all, maybe I need to find somebody to spend my winters with. Uh, So maybe (laughs) that's what I need to start doing.
1: start. starts <laughs> Cause this is like oh, scouting
0: oh, time yeah, i need is, to start no, scouting
1: this is, this is i might
0: have to scout a little old <laughs> there's not actually there's kind
2: of like a of lot pre-season. of
0: might have to scout in the 40 range y'all let me know but i will say this i started my summer doing my european vacation and i'm kind of ending it with beyonce and i'm gonna say that's not a bad summer for me it's not a bad in between vacation. in between has been quiet after beyonce is probably going to be quiet but it, i felt like it was a very mature 30 year old summer for me yeah
1: congratulations
0: things what about
1: Um, you um something for me something for me something for me something for me has been good yeah it's been interesting and dynamic and i'm appreciating you know the ups the downs highs lows i have gone to what i've gone to a comedy show i have had an amazing birthday um it's been a lot going on yeah i think more so like personally professionally it's been a little period of growth as well um but outside of you know my shorty birthday yes, i'm cooling i'm in the house
0: okay well i think we have a lot to look forward to still for the rest of this year
1: absolutely what
0: and there's just so much yeah there's so much to see so much to do so much to learn
1: so much to listen to
0: yes there's actually a lot going on and i think the world is you know opening up post-pandemic and people are feeling more confident to move around and there's a lot more opportunities a lot sure. events. Mm-hmm. so but honestly i wanted to thank you mahalit for joining us Thanks this episode um we would love to kidnap you and have you record the next episode with us so um thank you. stay tuned for that
1: we're gonna we we gotta figure out like the patriarchy, like let's a deep dive.
0: Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna dive, deep dive. so deep. Oh I'm
1: gonna do some research.
0: We're gonna die. actually I was gonna say so it's you're oh, maybe. outnumbered, Sean. So. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely come it. with your notes. We're not gonna let you slide think, on these comments. We want listen, statistics,
1: you saw, we want was. You, you saw how they was you saw how they was getting down in the Montgomery? <laughs> that's, that's me.
0: Okay, we'll see. We'll see who comes out on top of this discussion. Thank you. Well, guys. I
1: hope we both all come out on top because okay. right? it's about us as a people.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, all right.
1: That is true.
0: Well, thank you guys for listening. I'm Diana. I'm Hollis.
1: And I'm Sean. Peace. Peace.
0: Bye.